0: low prices and prompt shipping you can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com welcome to
1: chain attack i'm your host trevor and uh I'm all nerded out.
2: <laughs> why, why is that?
0: How so more than usual?
1: <laughs> I'm just, I'm tired of the world.
2: <laughs> How does that relate to nerding? Nerding's supposed to be like the thing that... The, uh, it's what you do reason, to escape the world, right? Yeah, bring sucker to your soul.
1: Yeah, that's true. Right. You should know me better than that. Nothing <laughs> brings sucker to my soul. Oh, wait, wait, fair. Jay. I, got, I figured
0: out. For Trevor, existence is like card games. <laughs> he hates it. He just can't stop doing it, though.
1: <laughs> you do not know how true that is.
2: <laughs> Amazing. Uh, uh, okay, well, I'm going to tell two stories. Who are you? Who, who, yeah. are, who are you, though? Oh, yeah. sorry. Uh, I'm I'm Jay. I'm tired. <laughs> Okay,
0: well, real quickly, I'm Josh, and I'm here to tell you that I'm so excited for today's episode that I might lose my mind, and and here's why: a little story. This weekend, my my wife admitted that basically all she wants for Christmas is like, you know, love and pe- world peace, and for her children to be happy. And I'm like, you know what? Forget that noise. I am here <laughs> for capitalist <laughs> rewards. I want to spend money, and I want to spend on me. And this episode <laughs> is going to help me do that more than anything else, so I'm jazzed.
2: Okay, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of spending money, there is this this weekend I'll be doing pre-sales for the new Blood Bowl that's coming out from Games Workshop. Tell me more. Um, I'll the so the core set um, I'll have like. A moderate number of at least, and so those those will have the normal discount and rebate. Uh, still, if you're interested, try to uh, be prompt in pre-ordering it because I, I don't. I guess I don't know how popular this is going to be. There, I have had a fair number of email questions about it. Um, and they're also coming out with a new team and some other stuff. Uh, all that stuff I'm going to be capped at two on because we live in Hellworld. world. Um, so. Uh, I guess that'll be the Hunger Games on those. <laughs> um, those I, I don't expect to be able to do a discount on. I I will hopefully be able to get some more from secondary distribution, which will be at a worse discount. Which will uh, be why uh, they they won't have the normal discount. Um, so that's that's some Games Workshop news. Um, the other <laughs> the other thing that I was going to. Uh, going to share was Gameopolis got a review from Kaylin Ruth.
0: Oh, sad. Is this going to make me sad? Uh,
2: I don't know. I I think you may have already seen it. I don't know.
0: Oh, okay. I think
2: I posted it in Discord. So, the review says, new to the board game hobby and was really excited to look at all the games and support a local business. Unfortunately, I was asked to leave because I did not have a mask. I will not support businesses that insist on me wearing a mask. I have not worn a mask since June, and this is the first problem I have had at any store in Idaho Falls or Rexburg. I will check out A Street Games next time or shop online. I don't think small businesses are in any position to be turning away- people away right now. Had cash in hand for a new game, they're a loss.
1: <laughs> Someone send him a link to discountgames.com. <laughs> oh, that would be
0: amazing. It'd be like, These guys will never ask you to wear a mask. Please order for, oh my gosh. Please do that. That would be so amazing. Oh, <laughs> I am a terrible human being. That is so
2: funny. Uh, at least <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I I ended up doing a tweet about it as well, and and there was a lot of uh kind replies, which was which was nice. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're glad to hear it.
2: Yeah. So, uh, what about you guys? Anything going on in your life?
0: Uh, I mean other than Christmas decorations are already going up in my house. No not oh, so much. Ooh. Oh man, I embraced it years ago. Like my sweetheart, she freaking loves decorating for Christmas. And I'm like, you know yeah, what? Yeah,
2: but don't you don't you have like someone else do uh your your outside Love. lights?
0: I, I have not. I may do that for the first time this year as part of my capitalism for Christmas drive. <laughs>
1: If you have a good experience, let me know. Because my wife, I put up Christmas lights for the first time in our entire marriage last year, and now she's hooked. Essentially, No, she
0: loves it. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm. I basically right now I'm waiting on quotes. Me. I'm waiting on quotes from a landscaping company that'll just put up normal lights, and I'm waiting on quotes from a questionable electrical contractor who will install like the permanent ones, so I could also have like you know the house lit up for Valentine's Day and. Uh, Uh, St. Patrick's Day, and you know,
2: it does seem like
0: the July Fourth or the Fourth, May Fourth, or whatever.
2: The God Emperor (laughs) slash lighting magnate of Southeast Idaho should have that type of lighting on his house.
0: Yeah, well, we're considering it. We're considering our service department being a dealer of these lights. So I'm like, well, I got a possible showroom for you right here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. So. Spirit at chain attack we're all about giving the listeners what they want, <laughs> and so one much. of the so much, yeah, one of the common comments has been that people want more dank dune memes again, and I have one prepared.
0: Oh my gosh, <laughs> truly the hero we both need and deserve
2: so one of one of the memes that I just truly love are the Gatsman flag memes. So the the Gadsden flag is like the yellow flag with a rattlesnake that says, don't crit on me. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And then there's just tons of memes that have come out of that, and they're glorious. Um, But I have one that is uh, in that vein, and so instead of a uh, snake getting uh, stepped on, there is a yellow flag with dunes, a black sandworm coming up out of it, and the caption says, don't cred on me ryth- rhythmically.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Amazing.
1: Amazing. <laughs> I, I You're welcome. Find this. Yeah, I need that t- too. Okay. Um, I, I, I have to say,
2: put it in the Discord.
1: I have to say that my favorite one of those is the one where they replace the snake's head with the llama head from... Um, Emperor's New Groove, and instead of saying, don't tread on me, it says, no touch no That is yeah. my favorite one by far.
2: <laughs> okay, so our episode this week is a holiday buying guide. So technically,
1: and this isn't for the listener. This is for them to hand to their significant other, however...
2: Or us giving them ideas to say to their significant other, I guess.
1: Yeah, maybe. maybe. So, um, either way, but if you do decide to hand this to your significant other and say, listen to this, these are some ideas, um, I would suggest that you at least listen through first to see how bad our <laughs> suggestions are before you hand it over.
2: <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's bad.
1: Def- definitely vet the suggestions. Yeah, that is why.
2: So what what category do you guys want to start on?
1: So not all of mine fit inside categories, but but we can – okay we can do categories we will do them in the order in which they are uh channels in our discord oh so, wow, okay. i like it yes yeah, exciting okay, okay so, our, so first up our first up is movies and tv
2: movies and tv okay so i had a little bit of a hard time with this one because a lot of it's like first of all like we've hit the gap basically of the coronavirus gap where there isn't like a ton of new stuff coming out right
0: Correct. Oh right.
2: So, and then there's also like the issue of, you know, what do you what do you recommend that isn't like already on streaming services? Yeah. Um, and some of mine might be actually on streaming services. Um, so I guess check that out first.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, so it does, doesn't that just mean that your recommend is essentially get your significant other this streaming service so they can watch this show, Jay? Uh,
2: sure, sure. But I so I went with. I went with a TV show and a movie that were, are both like around five years old, um, so that they're, if, if you haven't seen it yet, give them a try. Um, first one that I'm going to go with is TV show, I believe it was on FX originally, and uh, it is the TV show Fargo. Oh,
0: man. I, this is probably a great recommend, but I didn't get through very many episodes.
2: <laughs> uh, it's not it's not really a josh yeah, TV show. yeah
0: yeah yeah
2: it's not what i yeah um so it's kind of a, a spin-off of the fargo movie except i think it was initially like a mini-series and then it did well and there was another <laughs> series um but it is it does have a lot of similarities with with the fargo movie um the actors in it are uh, great there's I should have had this pulled up, Um, but I know I'm pretty sure Woody Harrelson is. So Fargo season one um, has Billy Bob Thornton, Martin Freeman, Colin Hanks, uh, etc. So
0: star-studded cast.
2: Yeah, it is. It is a really good, really good uh, cast. So I thought it was was quite good. It did really well with awards as well. Not that most people care about that, but. Uh, check it out. It's it's something that may have perhaps flown under your radar. Um, so Trevor, I'll have oh, you go I'm, I'm sorry. I,
1: I, how can I watch a TV series named Fargo without William H. Macy mm-hmm.
2: I I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you about that. Okay. I mean well it does have Martin Freeman. Like what what's your problem with Martin Freeman? <laughs>
1: um I don't know. Why is okay. it a hater, Trevor? Because I like William H. Macy? Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. He is the shoveler. He shovels things.
1: <laughs> oh, seriously, his greatest role,
0: dude. That should be on. That should be on the on the Christmas recommend list. Like, if you're yeah, if you're who other has not watched Mystery Men, go buy them a copy of it. It's so freaking good. I need to watch it um, so... with my kids. All right, go ahead.
1: So the one I'm going to recommend is probably if they're a movie nut or whatever, they're probably going to have it by the time Christmas rolls around. Um, but it is releasing right before Christmas, and I do know that a lot of people didn't see it in the United States because of COVID. Um, it is coming out December 15th on digital, um, Blu-ray and, and 4K UHD, uh, and that is Tenet. Um, I saw this in the theater. I haven't seen anything else in the theater, but I risked death and, life. <laughs> yeah, life and everything death. to go out and see it because I'm such a huge uh, Christopher Nolan fan. Um, and I, I didn't go see it twice in the theater, which I would have done norm, under normal circumstances. Um, but it is coming out on the 15th. Um, you can pre-order it as of tomorrow, which you'll be listening to this much later than we've recorded it. Um, but so by the time you're hearing this, it's available for pre-order. Um, so anyway, it'll be the, the DVD, I think is probably 25 bucks. Digital will probably be about 20, 25 bucks and the, um, 4K, uh, dual format thing is 45 so kind of gives you an idea of price range but um Tenet is amazing i think that most of the um bad reviews and there weren't many but the bad reviews of it were just people who didn't get it so if you like christopher nolan movies if you like inception um you'll like if you like interstellar uh press uh just forgot the other movie anyway if you like that. no 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 the other one um oh yes the, the magic one
2: oh yeah the Prestige
1: Prestige. There we go. Prestige. If you like those, if you're like those or your singing another likes those, you should and they haven't seen Tenet, you should make that your Christmas movie.
2: Okay, Josh.
0: Okay, my first recommend for this is basically I mean I guess I'm basically doing what Jay said is I'm telling you that you should get an Amazon Prime subscription. And <laughs> the re- the reason why is so that you can watch all five seasons of The Expanse. So in case I haven't mentioned yeah. it, you should watch the Expanse. And you should ignore spouses that don't want to watch it with you. And you should keep yes. watching it. <laughs> this is like premium sci-fi television series. Okay. Uh, it's right up there with Battlestar Galactica, which, you know what? Throw that in the cart too while you're buying your Amazon Prime video subscription so that you can watch the experience. Get Battlestar Galactica too.
2: Yeah, it is. Uh, I believe that is currently on Amazon. Is it? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Jeez, maybe I should rewatch that.
2: Yes.
1: Why okay, did
0: all my, so... Why do all my older children have to move out of the house already?
1: <laughs> so let's... um, I'm going to deviate from our categories for just a second to talk about something that is not in any of the categories, but it is something that I think most geeks would be interested in, and I think most geeks probably don't have. Oh, um, all right. Okay. So the thing I'm going to recommend is a um, it's a... It's a two-factor authentication security key. Um this is a small key that would go on your key ring that you can plug into or touch a near-field communication thing on your phone to allow you to log into your phone, your computer, or particularly software or websites using two-factor authentication. So the, there's lots of different brands, but the one I'm going to point you towards is called a Yubico Yubikey. That is Y-U-B-I-C-O, Yubikey. And there's a bunch of them, but the one you probably should look at is called the 5CI and it is it has on one side a lightning connector on the other side it has a usb-c connector so it can be used on android uh apple uh computers with the usb-c um it is a little bit expensive but it allows you to protect your loved one's uh, digital accounts using a simple and easy to use two-factor authentication so 70 bucks I, I feel I like
0: can't... I really want this now, but I feel too old to understand what it is.
1: Yeah. Okay, so two-factor like, authentication. I get it.
0: I get two-factor authentication, but like, okay, the fact that so this it, is... Is
1: this like separate physical
0: key, like that sounds right. rad.
1: So it has. Uh, let me explain a little bit. It has a um, public key in it, so a, a certificate, and it is it is it has the private key basically inside that physical key. Okay. So two factor authentication to be correct two factor needs to be two different things that are different types. So a password is something you know. Okay. You need to have something that is not something you know that to make it two factor something else. This would be something you have. You, you have a key, a physical key. Okay. So you, something you know, you enter the password and then you use the key by plugging it into the device or touching it to the device in the case of near field communication and that would be it would and a lot of them have like a thumbprint thing you stick on them or a, a physical thing you punch on it so that the near field communication works and then it is your second form of authentication so if somebody has your password they try to log in it asks for the physical thing and they would have to have this they'd have to have both in order to get in
0: it would be like the equivalent of you, loki would have to have tear torn my eye out to to <laughs> get get final access right
1: Yes, another, you've mentioned the other thing that it could be something you are. So two-factor authentication could be something you know and something you are. Well, my eye is something that I am. I can use that through a, 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 uh, iris scanner or whatever to, to scan or fingerprint scanner to scan my second form of authentication. So this proves who you are and it allows you to carry around a second form of authentication. And without the key, those, somebody trying to break in wouldn't be able to. It protects a lot of your things. Um, this is a lot of businesses will use what's called a smart card. It would do the same thing as a smart card, but this is something that personal, um, people can use with their phones and their home computers and their, their bank accounts. A lot of, a lot of websites offer, offer two factor authentication that you can use with it. Hmm. Cool. Recommend.
2: Um, I'm going to go back real quick to the movies and TV recommend and right. I'll do my, my movie recommend. Um, and so this movie came out in, Twenty thirteen. The name of it is American Hustle. Uh, It is directed by David O. Russell. Um, He did some other stuff like Silver Linings Playbook or I Heart Huckabee's Three Kings. Um, It has kind of a star-studded cast. Um, It has uh, Christian Bale, Amy Adams, Bradley Cooper, um, Jeremy Renner, Jennifer Lawrence, and it's it's a good movie despite the fact it has Jeremy Renner in it. (laughs) um but it's uh it's it's a fictionalization of something that actually happened where um the there was a con man that the fbi used to run a sting on a new jersey state politician and it's uh that story so um it's the actors are obviously amazing and um, it has a lot of uh, really good moments in it.
0: Uh, I'm adding one more TV show recommend, which I think that you may actually have to buy these DVDs, which is partly why I'm recommending it. Um, but just go get the entire series of Samurai Jack, because it's such an awesome watch. It's it's so fun to go back to. And it's also the kind of show that like you could just throw in a random episode and it's a beautiful palate cleanser.
2: Okay, what, what is next in our Discord?
1: Uh, the next rec- <laughs> the next rec- or next category is books.
2: Books. books. Okay. I'm listening uh, to Josh, Jay's recommend to because
1: off? I'll
0: start you off, but I'm excited if you recommend because I started reading um On a Pale Horse after our last episode. Or maybe it oh, yeah? was a bonus episode. And it's I freaking it's totally fun. It's such a good read. Like I'm really it, enjoying
2: it. It picks you up really quick, right? It's Oh yeah,
0: yeah. hundred percent. And like yeah. You know, I have a very conflicted relationship with the main character already, which, you know, I I always hate slash love as I'm reading anything. Uh, Anyway, so but as far as my book recommends, okay, look, I'm just going to get this one out of the way and we'll come back around and maybe I'll have another one. But if your significant other hasn't read this yet, go get it. Uh, Don't let them do anything else until they've read it. I, I, I just I won't quit until I've proselytized this book to the entire earth. Goblin Emperor. Go get <laughs> Goblin Emperor.
2: There's so many people that book isn't for, though, Josh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, because listen, I need I need Catherine Addison, the author of this book, to make scads of money so that she will write more books. Like, that's all I want. So... She'll never catch this lightning in a bottle again. I freely admit it will never happen, but I need Here's... her to try.
2: So here's I don't know if you know this, Josh, but I, I'm currently rereading Goblin Emperor and the biggest reason I I decided to is um because she does have another book out.
0: I've read her other book already.
2: Oh really? How is is it the you read The Angel of Crows of the Crows?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's it's well done, it's fine. It's completely in a different league than the Goblin Emperor. And by league I mean like, you know, Oh shoot! I'm gonna make a sports inferior. I shouldn't make. Like, yeah, <laughs> a minor—it's—it's it's little league to the World Series. Like, it's that—it's that far different. I'm glad I read. it. I'm glad she wrote it. It's kind of a Sherlock Holmes esque story, you know, with mythological creatures, and it's a lot of fun. But man, I, I'm just like Catherine. I need you to try. I need more go- something like the Goblin Emperor again.
2: Have you have you read any of the books under her other author name?
0: Not yet. No, I start I forgot it already, but I feel like I maybe added them to my list.
2: Sarah Monet is actually I think her real name. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're they're like they're like fay tales and stuff, aren't they?
2: Um I think maybe, yeah.
0: Wait, what is The Witness for the Dead? <gasps> there's a standalone sequel, Jay?
2: I don't it's not out yet, obviously.
0: No, yeah, clearly. Wouldn't but yes,
2: there is a standalone not until June twenty
0: second of twenty twenty one what's even the point (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: okay i'll i can i have three quick book recommends two of them are classics that well okay so one's actually a classic um so there's a lot of nerds that haven't read dune yet and you need to repent of your ways if you haven't yet (laughs) 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 <laughs> and there's some there's some cool editions out there's a lot of cool cover work etc uh if you haven't read dune now's a good chance to get it for christmas uh the more contemporary classic that i'll throw out there uh one of my favorite authors is john scalsey if you've never had the chance to read the old man's war uh avail yourself of that opportunity it is a fast read well done and uh fantastic uh and then the final book uh so this is actually one that I kind of want to read myself, but I haven't yet. And it's not, it's, it's in kind of the, the business category of books, which I force myself to read because I, I tell myself it's good for me
0: <laughs> because you're like me. And then you're like, Oh wait, I've picking up this science fiction novel from 50 years ago. And it is like a thousand times superior. to this present, <laughs> It's so. true.
2: Yeah. Um, But the, so the, this one that I'm like, if if I, if Brian gave me this for Christmas, I'd actually be quite happy and I would look forward to reading it. Um, so Brian and I, um, yesterday we binged a bunch of, um, Disney documentaries. And, uh, in a lot of them, they had Bob Iger speaking. Who's the, the CEO of Disney. And he recently came out with a book called the ride of a lifetime. And it's, uh, lessons learned from 15 years as CEO of the Walt Disney Company. Interesting. And, uh, it's something that um, that I'm actually fairly interested in. I, it has really good reviews. I have no idea if it is actually good, but that's one that I'll throw out there.
0: Uh, well, I want to hear Trevor's, but then come back to me. I, I do have two more. I'll I want to shoot out real fast.
2: Okay. So.
1: I'm approaching this with the idea that most geeks have probably bought all the books they want to read, probably way more so, and they have a huge stack of books like I do. Um, and so buying me another book isn't really going to be, I mean, I will be grateful, but it's going to be hard to be something that's actually going to be used. So I'm going to, I'm going to approach this a little bit differently. I know um, I enjoy cooking, and I enjoy understanding why certain things work the way they do. So the book I'm going to recommend is called The Science of Cooking. Um,
2: I just gifted that to a friend.
1: <laughs> uh, it's it's um, it's a the hardcover is 26 bucks. So it's it would be a nice addition to somebody's library. Um, but, it you know, it basically goes through and talks about the science of cooking, which I think most geeks or nerds understand or are appreciate and want to know more about. And I think it's the type of thing that help you become a better cook as you understand. Uh, there's a lot of um, what do you what would you call it? A lot of falsehoods out there about cooking a lot of oh, yeah, yeah. Old, old wives tales you know do these things and it will make it taste better that uh, and about half of them uh, you know that's my rough estimation are just total bs <laughs> there's nothing to them they don't really apply they don't do anything for you and understanding the science behind it can help you avoid some of the pitfalls anyway that's that's my
2: recommend that was one that i considered putting on my list as well like i said i did give it to someone recently and it's so it's by uh, the America's Test Kitchen, and uh, kind of going off of what Trevor said, they're beyond this cookbook, uh, if you are interested in either Cooks Illustrated or uh, any of their a uh, Cooks Illustrated subscription would could also be like a really fantastic uh, gift. Oh, just made by cool. the people.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's really fantastic. They basically do they they do experiments with cooking where they test the old wives tells, and then they test other methods, et cetera, to see what, what actually ends up tasting best and working best. And so it's a really good resource that they've, they're some of my favorite cookbooks.
0: Uh, my favorite cookbook in that same vein is the food lab by Kenji, Kenji Lopez all. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the same kind of idea. Like he was a physicist and then decided to become a chef. And like he applies the scientific method to recipes. And so, I mean, I learned to boil the greatest egg in my life from that cookbook. You know, <laughs> make great hamburgers and some other cool stuff. So, those are all great suggestions. Uh, okay, I'll be quick. My, the, I, I want to just throw out three really quick that I don't feel like we've talked about on Chain Attack, and I don't know if we ever will, but I just want to get them out there in the wild. Uh, one is a series by Joe Abercrombie. Uh, call, <laughs> the first book is called The Blade Itself. Uh, super gritty um low fantasy I guess I would call it uh, I always feel dirty after I finish one of them but they're just like really good for me super engaged it's
2: so it's so fascinating to me that you love that series Josh
0: it is it is an examination of something deeply flawed in my psyche I freely admit <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay two others one that is also kind of grim and like I just it was like a really good read it was called The Poppy War um and this is a um oh what do you call I mean this is a first novel by a uh lady by the name of R.F. Quang and it's kind of a I would call it like Asian fantasy story um but it takes some dark turns and is like really engaging so uh, the Poppy War, another one. Like I actually have the sequel, but I'm scared to read it. I'll get to it soon. <laughs> like, and then the final one I want to mention, which I, this author, like, it, it may have just have been the time of my life that I was reading it, but her her novels like moved me in a seriously emotional way. But the first one is just a standalone book that I'll recommend. That if you like it, you'll know that you like her writing style, and then you should go on and read her. Um, her series. the The author's name is Mary Robinette Kowal, and the book, the first book of hers I read, is called Ghost Talkers, and it's uh, set in like an alternate. Um, oh shoot, I, th- I think it's World War II, where where the Allies actually have squadrons who can talk to spirits, and so they like it's it's part of their like military doctrine. Like when a soldier dies, he's told to report back to this special squadron that can talk to him so that he can basically deliver military intelligence about, like, how he died and stuff like that. And so uh, this kind of a really cool concept, really well done. It's World War One. Sorry, I was double checking. So it's a it's World War One alternate history kind of deal. Really fun. So ghost talkers. I am prepared for my next subject.
1: Uh, okay. The next subject that we're going to talk about is miniatures or miniature t- tabletop games. Never mind. I'm not prepared. <laughs> well, I am prepared, uh, Josh. So uh, the 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 game I'm going to recommend. It, um, I I assume that most people that are listening to our show, and that maybe this is an incorrect assumption, have played more of the the mainstream miniatures game So I'm going to go a little bit off the beaten path and recommend something that I find fascinating, and that I um I will admit that many of the things that are on my list are not things that I've consumed, but instead are things that would be basically my list. Like if my wife asked me, what's on your list? These are things that, that would probably show up or similar things. Sure. Um, so I, I, I at least know quite a bit about this game. And the game that I'm talking about is called Gasland. And the book the that you eternity. would be looking for is called Gaslands Refueled, a post-apocalyptic vehicular mayhem uh, miniatures game. So the book itself um, can be purchased several places, but it's about 30 bucks. Um, if you do a search for Gaslands Refueled, you should be able to find it on several gaming websites. Um, in addition, if you purchase this for your significant other, you should probably purchase um, some Gaslands tokens and move it, movement templates. So the way this game works is it's a kind of a post-apocalyptic Mad Max style game where you use um, Hot Wheels cars and then you model them so they look like a, you know, a, a Mad Max style vehicle. Um, and then you um, play them by putting them on the table and the movement is handled by template. So the template is placed in front of the vehicle and it's like a little arc and you pick up the vehicle and move it to the other end of the arc, much like they do in, um, well, if you're familiar X-wing. with X-Wing, right? Um, several other miniature games. Um, but it allows you to, to plan out your turns and move your cars and then they fire weapons at each other. And part of the game is, you know, setting up what your vehicle is equipped with, you know, what types of guns and uh, can it drop bombs on the road or, or you know. Uh, anti-tire things like like spikes and other things so anyway you'll need you'll need the the main book you'll need a template set and the tokens a lot of these places will come along with it and the the templates and movement uh tokens and movement templates you're going to find on places like etsy and other places like that they're going to be a little bit harder to find but if you go to the gaslands website they have a listing of all of these places that supply this stuff so it's not too hard to find them um and then the last part of that is if your significant other that would be playing this doesn't have access to some hot wheels you might you know throw in a hot wheel car which is only a couple bucks into the the gift
0: man so, this is like a recommend by a drug dealer are we drug dealers Jay? i feel like i'm the <laughs> meme, i'm the meme right now like are we the baddies
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: cuz it's more, like
0: just give your significant other this tiny little hit of you know street grade cocaine cut in the finest manner <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well I, w- I will say that the, that of miniatures games this one's pretty cheap. you're talking about a30 dollars book plus 30 to 40 bucks in templates and tokens and then the rest of it is all stuff that they would buy afterwards you know the terrain they might have some of it around the right. the, the cars they might have some sitting in a box somewhere you know even the cars are cheap you can go buy a bunch of cars at Walmart for you know 10 15 bucks easily. Um, so and then they model them themselves. This is one of those things where it feels like the the barrier to entry is pretty low. And even if it flops, if it doesn't end up being a you know a hit with the significant other for the gift. Oh yeah, um, you're, you're not
0: out that much, right? You're
1: not out a ton. I mean, you spent seventy bucks, maybe. I mean, that's that is quite a bit, but it's a gift for your significant other, you know. So I don't know. I, I think that this is an interesting game, and it's one that I've wanted to play for a very long. Time.
2: Uh one of the things that I think same. is pretty cool I'm the same. is that um the if if you go to the social media groups for for this game um they're actually it's it's they're they're huge um it's a very popular game um and it's really cool to look at like the the different mod jobs that people have made on their uh all their you know hot wheels <laughs> toys. Uh, oh,
1: there are, there's some really impressive stuff done out there, yeah.
2: Yeah, there's some really cool stuff. Um, and I think use on minis also has some uh, some pretty cool Gasland stuff. We have like a uh, like a gateway that is a, a race start and uh, end that's all post apocalyptic, etc. So you can look up some uh, stuff there as well. Uh, so for my miniatures game recommendation um, it's going to be Marvel crisis protocol uh, the if 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 you've been on the the edge uh, just like get pushed over it's an amazing game I think they've done a fantastic job with it and the the thing that's nice is that uh, we're, we're basically at the year anniversary now at this point of the launch of the game and uh to commemorate it they are launching x-men and so actually this week there's new releases that are uh cyclops and stormer in one box toad and magneto are in another box beast and mystique are in another box and wolverine and Sabretooth are in another box um and if if they don't have the game yet then the core box is going to be uh the entry point that they're going to want and uh you can uh if there's, if you know there are other heroes that, that you know they like, you can add those two. Um, but one of the things that's, that's, in my opinion, really cool about this game is that, um, they've done a really good job balancing the game and, and you can really play the game with what characters you think are going to be fun. Um, you are, you are probably going to want to, so there's, the game has affiliations. And so whether you're playing, uh, X Men or, the Brotherhood of Mutants or, you know, Avengers, et cetera. Um, Over 50% of your force will likely be from that uh, affiliation to get your leadership bonus from your leader. And then the others can be whatever uh, heroes you want to play with. And so um, it's, it's I think it's really interesting. They've been, during the pandemic, there've been a lot of online tournaments with it. And uh, a lot of these are are players who are, uh, you know, interested in like taking optimized lists and wanting to, to whoop everybody. And the most common thing has been people playing with whatever is the new release. And it's, it's not because there's been like this crazy power creep or whatever. It's just because people have been excited over whatever their new toys are. And so um, I've had a lot of fun playing the game. I think it's fantastic. Uh, and you should check it out.
1: Um. So the, the base box has everything that you need for a person to play the game. Yes. Um, and two people could play uh, the the with just the base box. So really all they need to start with is just the base box if they don't haven't played it before and it is $100 MSRP.
2: Yep. Uh, I I sell all of the the Crisis Protocol stuff at 20% off. Um so
1: So $80 gift for 10 miniatures and all the rules needed to play uh you know lots of
2: lots of Cards, tokens, etc. that come in the core in box. In some well. ways it's it's Green. almost
0: an easier entry than Gasland, don't you
1: think? It, it think. is an easier entry because you get everything you need in
2: yeah, one That's all yeah, all in one thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um all right. I have two I have a quick recommend and I have a question that could potentially be a recommend someday. Um Okay. First of all, look just buy your significant other um a Dracodile. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because even if he never plays War Machine or Hordes ever again, that is such a freaking amazing model, and maybe they'll have fun painting it, or maybe they'll find someone to paint it. But there need to be more Dracodiles in the world, okay? That's my (laughs) only recommend. Now, here's my question that's a possible recommend. What can you tell me, Jay, about Fallout Wasteland Warfare? Because I, like many geeks of my era freaking love that ip and property but i don't really feel like i know anything about the game is it going to be cool <laughs> like i going like, to be able to get it at discount games what you know i, I feel
2: like i'm going to uh fell as a drug dealer <laughs> so we discount games in carried fallout and for a while and i didn't do particularly well, and so we closed it out and uh, don't carry it anymore, and I, I actually don't know very much about the game.
0: So when you say it didn't do very well, just like people didn't appear to be playing it and that kind of thing,
2: right? Oh, I I have no idea. I'll, all I know is that people weren't buying it from Discount Game Z. Okay. <laughs> there's, maybe there's you know tons of people playing it across the country that are buying it somewhere else.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I don't think so. I, I think the game sort of fell out fizzled like i basically want to buy all the minis for it just to
0: play the board game with
2: the thing that's the thing that's kind of crazy about it is that i picked it up because i had like a fairly constant number of customers who contacted me were like hey do you carry this or i'm interested in buying this can you carry this etc right yeah so, because
0: the property is like freaking well loved
2: yeah mm, so okay. i i picked it up and then it didn't really perform that well
0: there i'm glad i asked the question now it's not a recommend
2: <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> uh so we don't have a ton of time left at this point or maybe
0: we could do one more well- category couldn't we yeah.
2: yeah uh do you have a or if if you guys i guess also if you have any uh uncategorized recommends that you want to go over we could also do that
0: um, Jeez, I- my, my last three categories are brutal i have so many recommends I'm ready yeah, for comments. Actually, I think
1: that this week we should make our bonus episode free to all because um, I think that, you know, there's a big portion of the things that we haven't recommended yet that are going to fall into our bonus episode. But I have I have an honorable mention. I didn't really throw it into any category, but I found this when I was looking around and I'm like, those are so cool. Um, their Sega makes a Sonic the Hedgehog crew socks with quills and they actually have these quills that are like they they flare off the back of the socks. So they're, they're they're expensive socks. They're thirteen bucks, but you can find them on Amazon. They are Sega Sonic Crew socks with quills. Do the search for that, and you'll see them. They are amazing.
0: Oh my ridiculous hack! Uh, <laughs> anyway, our, so our next our next category
1: is comics. So we can, if we've got time, I'll jump into those. I've got some comic um, recommends. Yes,
0: I also have a couple. Okay.
1: okay. So in the comics category, this one's really hard because you have. I feel like there's three types of nerds. There's the one type of nerd that's a comic nerd that basically they have everything under the sun. And for them, I'm sorry, I can't help you. They've already read the stuff I'm going to recommend. Then there's the average Just comic Just tell nerd.
0: them you love them. That's our Christmas recommend for that type yeah. Of yeah.
1: There's the average comic nerd who is more like me, who's read a lot of things but hasn't read everything. And these are going to be tangential probably to what they've normally read and maybe a little bit out on the frame. Okay? And then there's going to be the, the nerd who doesn't like comics at all or at least doesn't know that they like comics. And these aren't the recommends for those guys. Actually, the recommends for those, um, contact me on Twitter. I'll give you customized recommendations, I guess. Because really, those guys should be reading things like um, Why the Last Man, the really common stuff that's really popular, you know, V for Vendetta, et cetera. Um, but I'm going to go kind of in between and think that most people probably fall in my category, read some comics but haven't read all of them, and they want to try something new or different. So the two I'm going to recommend, the first one is by Alan Moore. So he's, he's the mind behind Watchmen and Be for Vendetta and the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, a bunch of others you've probably heard of. But the one I'm going to recommend is not one that you've probably heard of. Um, there will be some comic book geeks who are like, oh, yeah, I've already heard of that and I've read it. But, um, for the vast majority of us, we have not read it and, um, I have not read it. So I'm making sort of a recommend based on its, its, um, rec, its, um, pedigree, pedigree. Yeah. Uh, it's also it is well loved and well known in, in the comic book universe it's just not super well known and it, the name of the comic is Promethea and this is written by Alan Moore and it is a story about a scholar who goes to look into the history of a a, a warrior woman named Promethea from history and she finds out that this is a mantle essentially that gets passed down and she basically gets s- stuck with the mantle so she becomes the quote unquote Superhero. Um, and there are, um, you can buy the, you should buy them in graphic novel format in the, you know, the, the volumes. You can get them on just about any bookstore online. Um, so Promethea volumes one through five, they're about 10 bucks each. Um, and I think that that would be a pretty amazing recommend for a comic book nerd who may or may not have read, um, something a little more obscure from a well-known writer. The other one I'm going to recommend is by, um, A guy named Joe Hill, and that name won't sound familiar to most people, but it should. And the reason being is his full name is Joseph Hillstrom King, and he is Stephen King's son. But he writes under the name Joe Hill because he doesn't want to ride his father's coattails. I, however, am not afraid man, of making... He's a better man than me. I'm all about... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm going to let him ride his father's coattails. Anyway, so he writes lots of different things, but one of the things he writes is comic books. And one of the comic books he writes has been made into a Netflix series, which I haven't seen, so I don't really think about it. I'm not going to recommend that because I don't really know it. But I have read the comic, and I do recommend it. And the name of the comic is Lock and Key. Mm, it's dark. I- it is dark. I mean, appropriately so for someone like Joe Hill and and his Mm -hmm. pedigree, Right. Uh, So if if Stephen King is your thing and you want something that's a comic and you want to go somewhere similar, I feel like lock and key is it. And again, there's lots of issues of lock and key. Um, You know, I would start with the graphic novel volumes, Um, start with number one, work your way through. If they don't like the first one, then there's really no reason to continue. That's where you should start. Those are my recommends. And I actually have read Lock and Key, but I, it's one of those that I started reading. Um, life got in the way and I didn't get a chance to actually get as far as I would hope. And I plan on going. It's, back.
2: And it has a, doesn't it have a Netflix show now?
1: It, it does. Uh, but I haven't seen that. Um, mostly because yep. I was kind of saving that for after I actually went back and read the comic. They also, yeah. i was just going to ask they,
0: you how you felt about the show. So
2: They had a humble bundle that was all the lock and keys that I, considered doing but didn't (laughs) um okay so uh for my comic book recommend i'll just be captain obvious and uh make the recommend that that i've been using a lot of uh and that is marvel unlimited um the monthly price is 10 bucks a month but you can get your significant other or whoever an annual subscription which is 69 dollars a year uh which is Pretty reasonable price for uh, what you're getting, five seventy-five a month, um, and it's. I mean, I, I've been using it a lot for the other podcast I do, Recalibration Matrix, um, but it, it has a lot. Of, it has a lot of good stuff in it, and they also recently announced that they are changing their previously um, comics had to be a year old before they moved over into Marvel Unlimited, and they're changing it now to be six months, and so. Uh, that's more good news for people who are interested in this service.
0: It's such a good way to like binge a series. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's really good for that um okay, I've got a couple recommends um I think one that might fall into the off the beaten path, one that Trevor co- sort of did, and then I'm gonna say two that I think are very obvious, but they still need to be said because they're basically evergreen Christmas wish lists. You could buy a copy for me every year and I would love you. (laughs) Um, But the first one that I'm going to recommend, I read a couple years ago and it freaking just cracked me up. It's irreverent. It's stupid. It is like gorgeous and colorful and like, you know, it feels like a unicorn has barfed all over you as you're reading it. Uh, The name of this series, the author's name is Scotty Young. And the name of the series is I Hate Fairyland. And it's basically about this little girl who accidentally gets sucked into fairyland, you know, sort of like uh, the movie plot labyrinth kids, ask your great grandparents about that one. Um, (laughs) But she gets sucked in and can't get back out. And then like ages 30 or 40 years, I can't remember, but never, her body never changes. So she's, she's this like grown middle, middle middle-aged woman in a tiny little girl's body. And she hates everything about Fairyland. And she just is, like, constantly murdering, you know, like, snowmen and, like, you know, the Mushroom Kingdom. And she's, like, awful and, you know, is, like, you know, drink. She's, like, a barbarian in D&D, you know. She's just, like, constantly drinking and, like, killing everything and always trying to find a way home. And just, like, she's an awful, hilarious character. Um, so I Hate Fairyland by Scotty Young. I feel bad that I don't think I've recommended it to my co-host before because I think they would love it. Like, I think he, Trevor, you especially would find it delightful. It's like as colorful as, um, oh shoot, uh, Invincible. It's as colorful mm-hmm. as Invincible, right? Like it feels like that, but it's just a totally different setting and vibe. And anyway, funny, dark humor, funny. So I, I hate Fairyland, um, then the other one that is an evergreen, just go ahead and go buy your significant other, uh, "Bone" by Jeff Young. The entire—I uh, want to say it's probably like a hundred dollars. It, it's a huge volume. Um, it they is,
1: sell it in massive omnibuses too. Like yeah, the yeah, that's what I mean. Like really buy big. the
0: giant omnibus. Like it, it's both a weapon and a gift. <laughs> uh, geez, I'm wrong. It's only like thirty. 32 bucks right now. That can't be the whole Oh,
1: jeez. I, I bet you I will buy that for my son for Christmas. Oh, it's he, so he good. It. It's
0: it, it it's basically, imagine that a few Looney Tunes characters wandered into a Lord of the Rings story. That is how I describe Bone. It is, it's a timeless tale. It, I mean, it's a Eisner Award winner, which is probably a big deal, right? But like, I love it. I probably read it every couple of years and I'm just like enraptured the whole
1: time I read it. So bone.
2: Okay, is that uh,
1: this? If I, if I go, up, up. yeah. If I go too much farther, I'll run out of material for our next episode. Oh,
0: I'm I'm just getting warmed up for the next episode. Yeah,
1: I will. Ma- I will mention in in our our uh, quest to get back to the memes. Uh, one of my favorite memes of all time, and, and in accordance with Josh's <laughs> mention of dark humor, is the Stalin meme where it says, "Dark humor is like food. Not everyone gets it." <laughs>
0: Amazing.